Hey there, Streakers. How has your week been? Hopefully fantastic. I have had a great week. Jamie has had a great week, and I am out without my lovely co-host today. We had to divide and conquer, and so she is off and away taking care of uh, other parts of the family business that we need to take care of, and I'm here with you. Hopefully that's okay. Hopefully you enjoy this, because today I want to talk to you about something this week that I was featuring on some of the posts that I had on the streaking app. And the tagline was, at the end of the particular post that I had was, streaking gives you energy you didn't know you had. So with that, let's start streaking. What is streaking and why should you do it? Streaking is how you set up personal winning streaks. Look at who you want to be and what you need to do to become that person. This is Streaking. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jamie. And we are streakers. Through 30 years of marriage and seven children, we have learned the power of consecutive consistency or streaking. To start streaking is simple. You just follow these three laws. Make it laughably simple. Keep a record and join the streaking community. Streaking is your hidden superpower. With it, you will consistently progress and grow in whatever area of life you want. In this podcast, Jeff and I will share all the fun, exciting, serious, solemn, wonderful parts of family, spiritual, professional, and personal life, and how streaking powers it all. So join us in the conversation, join the movement, and start streaking today. Welcome. Glad to have you. If you're here first, New time, first first listener, first time hearer. <laughs> uh, it is it is great to have you with us. Streaking is one of those is one of those methodologies that once you get into it and really start understanding the power that it can have in your life, what you then do is start to look at all the different ways that you can apply it in all parts of your life. In the work that I do with Franklin Covey, we talk about the whole person, becoming a whole person, looking at all aspects of your life and treating each one of them in a way that allows you to grow, to experience, to have growth in each one of those categories, in each of the categories of your life, from your professional life to your personal life, spiritual life, physical life, all those different areas. Streaking is the how you get that done. I do not go to any conference anymore without thinking as I listen is there a streak here that I can apply that will I need to put into my life so that that consistency then starts to pay off? If you're new, you heard the introduction. You heard what streaking is. You heard the laws of streaking. Today, I'm going to focus a little bit in on streaking gives you energy you didn't know you had. And I'm going to do that through a couple of experiences that I had. First experience was travel. This last week, I traveled from Salt Lake City to Pittsburgh with a layover in Denver. The travel was delayed because of weather. It was, you know, it's it's hard to say it was difficult. I mean, it wasn't difficult like Pioneers Crossing the Plains difficult. It was difficult in the sense that there's just a lot of people that were all feeling a little bit impatient. We're all feeling, diff, uh, we're, we're all feeling that we want to get to the destination where we are. We're cramped into the back of a bus that flies in the air. I don't have any status, and so I'm sitting back with everyone else who has no status, and we're all just cramped into this space. And as we're flying, we're doing our best to work with the circumstances at hand. The seat isn't comfortable. We're wondering if we're going to make our next flight. And I say we because there's a lot of us on this flight that are experiencing these things. These are the things I'm experiencing as well. And it saps a lot of energy, mental energy, physical energy, 
even though in explaining it, I was talking with Jamie this morning and I said, you know, if I were to explain my week, I said, and, and were to tell people exactly what it was that happened. Well, I drove to the airport. I sat and waited for my plane. I got on the airplane. I sat and then I got off the airplane. I sat some more and I got on another airplane. I sat and then I got to my final destination where I sat in a car and drove to the hotel where I would be staying. It sounds like a lot of sitting. And so you ask yourself the question, how can that drain your energy? How is it that that gets into you and says, you're drained? But at the end of travel, I don't know if you feel this, but I feel this. I'm like, wow, I'm drained. As I thought about what it is that saps our energy, Jamie and I were talking about this. She said, also, it's the mental stress and the emotional stress that goes along with travel. Am I going to make the next flight? Are we going to get there in time? What is the next gate that I need to make and how do I get there in an airport that I may not be as familiar with or that I know that the gates are far apart and I've got to get from gate B54 to A19 and so I've got to switch through the terminals and I've got to figure out how to navigate all the other people that are switching through the terminals and everyone else that's running through the terminal with the coat flying out the back and all of the different obstacles that I have. Oh, and by the way, I've got to use the bathroom as well, but I only have 20 minutes and they close the door 10 minutes or 15 minutes before you actually get there. So I don't have time to use the bathroom. Oh, now I'm in a window seat and I've got the window seat. Do I ask the people next to me if I can get up and go past them down to use the bathroom and come back? Because it's very difficult. We're all cramped in. It's like we're sardines. It's all of these things that are processing in the brain as you're working with travel. And everyone is working with that as well. I can't believe that that guy is trying to put that suitcase or that particular bag up in the compartment. It's not going to fit, obviously. Oh, can you please watch out? Oh, I hit some guy in the head as I was trying to get something down from the overhead bin. Oh, and there's another guy. I'm looking at him and he's totally annoyed that the guy in front of him is taking time to get his bin out when all he wants to do is get off the get off the stupid plane. Yes, I had all those thoughts and all those feelings and I watched and observed every single thing that I just described to you. That is what travel is like. And I then saw, and as Jamie and I were talking about it, she's like, so it's it's understandable that you get a little bit tired and worn. I arrived at my destination. Gratefully, before I left on the airplane, I had gotten up super early and I had done my streak of a walk or run at least one mile. And as I did that walk around at least one mile and then I finished the rest of my streaks throughout the day. And why do I do these streaks? Because they all are in line with who I want to be. That's another methodology. We'll talk about that later on and we have several podcasts where we talk about who you want to be. What I noticed though in this particular arena is the next morning. So by the way, I flew from mountain time to east coast time. So when I woke up there at 5 a.m., it was 3 a.m., mountain time. So my body clock was completely off. However, I had a streak that I wanted to complete and that was to get out and to walk or run at least one mile. The day happened to be run and Jamie and I are also, we're we're training for a marathon or trying to get ready to train for a marathon. It's a little bit difficult right now. You kind of ask yourself the sanity that someone has to train for a marathon. (laughs) You know, there's a fine line between sane and stupid and or crazy and stupid. And I was flirting with it. The, the next morning, though, I woke up. It was raining. I was in Pittsburgh. It was raining. It was kind of one of those rains, though, where it was a sleet 
it was like a mushy rain. There wasn't it wasn't really snow, but it wasn't really rain. It was in between those two. And so there was all kinds of slush that was on the roads. I it's cold, raining. Gratefully, I had looked at the weather beforehand. This is another thing that streaking does for you is planning. When you're planning to keep a streak alive, you'll I will I look I look at things now that I hadn't ever previously looked at. And that was one of what what is the weather going to be like so that I have the appropriate gear to get outside and to do a run. I had the appropriate gear. I had packed a rain jacket, one of the greatest rain jackets ever. I love it. It's this yellow Nike rain jacket that is as light as it can be yet warm because it truly is a rain jacket. In other words, it keeps all of the warmth in and keeps the rain out. It's this running jacket that kept me very warm, had the right gloves, had on my running tights along with running shorts, a couple of layers because it was cold out, had the hat, gloves, everything because I'd looked at the weather before. I went out and I went on my run. I went. I I crossed several of the bridges. I was staying down around the area of what I know as Three River Stadium. I know it's not called that anymore, but that is the name that I associate with it. Just like in Denver, I associate Mile High Stadium, even though I know it's not a, that called that anymore. I was also staying right across the street in a Spring Hill Suites from Pitts, the Pittsburgh Pirates Stadium. There were bridges that went all across, and so I just ran back and forth across these bridges. It was absolutely wonderful. On the run, I found a couple of pieces of trash that I picked up, which is another streak that I have. I was outside, which is another streak that I have. And I recognized as I was out on the run, considering everything that I had just explained to you, everything that I had done before, and thought, huh, streaking really does give you energy you didn't know you had. Because there were several times that I thought, if I didn't have this streak, would I be doing what I'm doing right now? Or would I have stayed in the comfort of the bed, relaxing under the covers, and striving diligently to catch up on sleep that I had missed? Getting a little bit more energy in regards to the day's events by getting more sleep. I believe, looking back before my life of streaking that yes i would have i would have stayed in bed i would have not done that because if you as i start to think about it the logical conclusion is hey you have been working hard you can rest and relax the interesting thing about the body though is it is not an engine that has necessarily a limit of course there's limits in our strength and there's limits in our stamina and there's limits in that but those limits can change over time. And we know that because you can see all kinds of people doing all kinds of different endurance activities that over time, their body adjusts to the limit. Unlike an engine in a car where there is an upper limit and you push past that and it will break down. The body you can actually build through time, which is what streaking has provided is the opportunity to set up a floor of success. Jamie and I were guests on a podcast called Leading Saints with Kurt Frankham. It's fantastic. Really enjoy Kurt's work and what he's doing in regards to leadership within the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. That's his audience and who with whom he speaks. We were on his podcast talking about streaking, and I was listening to another guest that he had a little bit later on Talk, talk about leadership and talk about how to motivate and inspire people, especially in the church setting. 
how do you motivate and inspire people in the church setting? And one of the one of the uh, concepts that the individual with whom he was speaking, and I for, I forget the guest's name, but the guest said, "What we try to do is lower the bar, so there's no reason not to grab onto it or to step over it or whatever it is." And that immediately cued in my mind. And if you've listened to us before, it's not at all about a bar. You see, a bar is always something that you reach for. It's always something that no matter how low you set it, there's still something that you're going to do. And it has a negative connotation that you lower the bar. Oh, so you're lowering the bar so we can all get in? Is that what you're doing? What And what the guest was really talking about and what I wanted to reframe was he was talking about setting up a floor of success. And we actually talked about this with Kurt. Uh, his podcast dropped today, by the way. Is I haven't listened to it yet. Sometimes I'm a little bit anxious to listen to how we sounded on another podcast. Hopefully we represented streaking well and it gets a, a good opportunity for people to hear and understand what the concept is and why you want to employ it in your life. What we were talking about or, or, or what he was talking about as far as the bar is really not a bar. It's the floor of success. And you want to set up a floor on which you stand to reach for a bar. That is the critical point in life that all of us, in some respect or another, we just don't understand. Or we poo-poo it, or we say, you know, we're making it too easy. Well, we are making it too easy when we look at it as it's the bar I want to reach for. It's not the bar you want to reach for. It's the floor on which you want to stand. That's why you set up something that's laughably simple. For example, when I was in Pittsburgh, the laughably simple streak that I had was to go outside and walk or run at least one mile. Now, to some people, that may not be laughably simple. That's why everyone gets to define their own laughably simple. And when defining that laughably simple, when you do it, now you get energy that you didn't know you had. Because when I started to go outside, to walk or run that mile, what then happened is the engine started to rev. I started to feel better. I started to get excited about being in a new place, seeing new things, crossing bridges that I hadn't previously crossed, both metaphorically and literally. Seeing how streaking gave me energy I didn't know I had. Because I wanted to keep the streak alive. There is inside of each of us this competition. Now, when I say competition, a lot of times people will put that right over to athletic competition. I'm competing against someone. I'm competing in a way. And yes, sometimes you can look at it and say, I'm competing against myself. When you set up a streak you tap into an energy reserve that is latent. It's not apparent. It's not really there right out of the chute. It's something that you have to develop through time. Which is why we talk about setting the streak, make it laughably simple, only do one or two at a time until you get to 100, 100 days, around 100 days, and then add another one. I recognized that... In the sleet, in the hail, well, it wasn't hail, in the sleet, in the slush, uh, my feet sopping wet, right rain gear. The next morning, it was cold, but not necessarily rainy or anything else. 
Still, it gave me energy that I didn't know I had in regards to fulfilling the streak. Because on that day, visited a lot of people, uh, was at an event, and completed all of the streaks that I wanted to complete and I want to continue to complete because of who it makes, who I am as a person or who I'm striving diligently to be. When you look at your streaking, and I'm going to get into competition just a little bit more in just a second. I know I, I broached that just a, for a second and I am going to move into it. But let me put a bow on this streaking gives you energy that you do not, that you didn't know you had. As I came home, the home trip was longer than the go out there trip. It was uh, seven hours on a plane because it was three and a half hours on one plane to one destination to the layover in Houston. And then from Houston to Salt Lake City was another three and a half hours. We contended with delays of, in weather, not, not significant delays, just the regular delays on the ground, getting de-iced, all of the parts of travel that require patience. And what I found was in each instance, I was completing streaks and keeping my life focused on the things that I wanted to do. Streaking displaces, and we talk about this on Kurt's podcast, displaces those activities and actions that are less valuable. You set a streak because you want more valuable activities in your life. You know you want to accomplish something. Many people start in the physical realm and venture out from there. What you are doing is giving yourself competition to complete things in your life that you want to do. Thus, it taps into energy reserves. The energy that you didn't know you had. When I got home, I completed the rest of my streaks. I'd been doing them throughout the day. Completed them and got done. Now, in saying this, as I talk about my streaks, I think that sometimes people think, well, are streaks ancillary to or in addition to what you're doing in your regular life? And the answer is no. What it does is magnify and enhance what I'm doing in my professional life, personal life, physical life, and spiritual life. I hit all four of those. Also in my relationships with my family and with my wife, all of those things are support. There's a one or two streaks that I have in all of those areas. And the reason I have them is because of the conscious, deliberate thought that it takes to grow and progress. That is why you streak. That's, that's what happens and that streaking gives you the energy you need to continue forward. Hopefully that puts a little bit of a bow on it. Let's focus over on the competition side of things for just a second. Because competition to some people, it turns some people off. Well, I don't want to compete against anyone. However, we are always in a competition, no matter what. The competition against our own brain and our own thoughts. What we think and how we think it is a lot of times in competition with what we know is right or good growth behavior. There's less valuable activities that I want to do that are in complete competition with the more with the high value with the high value activities. So no matter what, you may not be in com competition with anyone else. You may not be athletic, uh, the athlete on the floor competing in whatever sport. However, you are competing against your natural tendencies every single day. What you then do is activate 
that competition in a positive way so that you with that you can now use that competition to get yourself to go to places that you know you want to be however the natural tendency is to not do those things is to be lazy is to take advantage of the less valuable activities but are somewhat fulfilling entertaining enjoyable i don't get rid of all those activities in my life I do, however, place in a very firm, forefront manner the activities, actions that I want to be doing on a regular basis. As you consider competition, there is game theory that is out there about the four types of gamers and learner engagement. In the 1990s, a Dr. Richard Bartle outlined four basic types of game players. They are these, the achievers, the socializers, the explorers, and the killers. In his framework, he describes how they interact with the game and with each other. This is, and I'm just looking at this uh, by Harry Cloak, who writes in, this is a while ago, September 26th of 2017. This is on e-learning industry. That's the website. Learning engagement, four types of gamers and learning engagement. I want to go through a couple of these because as you think about setting your own streaks, you are going to be in competition with yourself and one of these game, these type of game players is going to be at work inside of you. The number one is the achievers and achievers are identified and characterized as people who want to win, challenge, create, show off and compare. The most defining feature of a game is arguably the ability to win or lose. We may play games for the simple enjoyment of the experience, but in our heart of hearts, we want to win. This is true. Achievers feel this urge more keenly than others. They want to rise to the challenge and beat the game. It's not enough to simply win, however. Achievers want to share their successes with everyone. If other people can't gape with awe at their vast collection of trophies, achievers might just lose the motivation to continue. The thirst for challenge, for challenge is the main driver for achievers. You need to ensure that there are enough challenges to satisfy them and that they get more difficult as the player progresses. In this case, a micro-learning approach is ideal and it lets you break your content down into smaller bite-sized pieces. So this is going into learning. I want to pause right there though. If you are an achiever that's a streaker, you want to see how long can I keep that streak alive? What are the different milestones and accomplishments that I can get from that streak? What are the breakthrough moments? And I want to share that with others. This is one of the reasons why we have a social media component on the streaking app is because achievers want to share and we want to be able to give them an outlet to where they can share and where people can celebrate them. The second are the explorers who explore, rate, review, vote, curate. Where achievers have a results-oriented mindset, explorers prefer the process. They are naturally curious people, and this curiosity is your secret weapon when it comes to engaging them. They arrive in the uncharted territory of, of the learning platform with a desire to turn over every stone and discover every secret. For explorers, there's no such thing as failure, but only discovery. Every time they stumble on their journey, they make a mental note to avoid the same mistake in the future. Many explorers will also assume the role of cartographer, mapping the land for anyone who follows in their footsteps. Here then, if you're an explorer, 
in streaking, you're probably going to explore many areas of your life. You're going to turn over the stones of streaking. You're going to see what it is that that streak has done for you, how it's happened. You're going to express and think about how you can map successful journeys, how things in the past have not worked for you and what you need to do going forward and what streaks you need to set up in order to keep that exploration alive and well. The third, socializers help share, comment, gift, greet. Achievers and explorers mainly play games for their own pleasure, but social interaction plays a huge part of gaming culture. From the earliest team sports to today's thriving online multiplayer games market, it's clear that gaming isn't supposed to be a solitary affair. Gamers will preserve, uh, per- persevere excuse me, for hours until their thumbs cramp up trying to complete a puzzle or beat a tricky, a tricky boss. Um, when they've tried everything, just let me decline that real quick. Okay, when they've tried everything, uh, they can think of, they turn to their fellow gamers for help. In this case, socializers are happy to come to the rescue. Meanwhile, when they have nobody to help, socializers will happily congratulate other gamers on their successes, share their opinions, and perhaps even spark the odd heated discussion. As a streaker where you're socializing, again, that's one of the reasons why we see a lot of people celebrating others. And law number three of streaking is is to create or join a community. And the reason why is for celebration. The socializers in this, con- in this context really do help other people keep their streak alive. They celebrate them. They comment on them. They give them a like so that they can keep going. They share. They And turn to others for help when they're like, how am I going to be able to do this? The fourth area is killers. Harass, hack, cheat, heckle, troll. Killers can be a disruptive force in a game. They'll try every underhanded trick in the book just to get ahead of their competitors. In the world of gaming, this can range from playful teasing to all-out name-calling. On the whole, killers see only one goal, victory at all costs. And they don't care who they have to trample to get there. There aren't many positive things you can say about killers, but you need to admire the ingenious hacks and workarounds they come up with. Thinking outside the box in this way is something to be encouraged. The question is, how do you hack the hackers and turn their cutthroat compulsions into a force for good? Which is what we do in streaking. Now, I would say, interestingly enough, in streaking, it's not necessarily, the streak itself is not set up for the killers because it's not like they can win. Everyone is winning every day as they complete a streak. However, what they do for us is, how can I beat the game? And they get really ingenious. And so in the streaking app, we look a lot of ways at how you, how you might put loopholes in the game. In other, and, and not for any other reason other than to say, should we allow the loophole or not? Because if we do and the killers find it, then it keeps them going on the streak. And one of the things that we want to do is encourage everyone to use whatever they have inside toward intentional, deliberate, positive growth. Most people in the bell curve distribution of styles of gameplay, most individuals fall into either explorers or socializers. That's usually where most people fall. A lot of it, there's achievers, of course, and killers, of course. Most people fall in the socializers and also the explorers. 
as you set your streaks, activating the competition within you, it's, it's not critical, not important. It's helpful to look at these games, game styles, the way that you play the game. Because then you can activate that for yourself and start winning because you're using one of your natural tendencies to go toward deliberate good growth. That's what streaking does for you. So as you start, if you're new to the podcast and new to streaking, as you start, remember to keep it to one or two right as you start. Get those up to 100 days. Keep it laughably simple. Keep the record and also share your success so that we can celebrate with you. And you'll notice that there's a lot of people that celebrate with you. And the reason I'm saying this is in the streaking app. Just download the streaking app and start going. The streaking, S-T-R-E-A-K-I-N-G. The reason I spell it out is because there's other apps out there that try to capitalize on the same thing. What you're striving diligently to do is to find that reserve of energy that you didn't know you had. Use your game style of play, your style of play for games, and have awesome success. Thanks for joining the podcast today. My name is Jeff Downs. I'm often if not always, with my co-host, Jamie. She loves you as well, as do I. We love talking about and sharing with you what we found success in and how to build your life in such a way that you're accomplishing the things you've always wanted to and finding that extra reserve. If you want to learn more about streaking, you can download the book from any ebook store. Typically, that's either Apple or Kindle. Uh, or you can buy the book at Barnes & Noble. Barnes & Noble? Barnes & Noble, Amazon, or anywhere books are sold. You can also download the streaking app. There's a learn part of the streaking app where you can learn the elements of the laws of streaking. And then go to it. Start marking and keeping your streaks. Just so you know, we have specifically set up a paywall that you can have three streaks starting with. This is not for us to make money. Believe me. If we wanted to make money, we would have been doing it a lot different in a lot different ways. Actually, the reason why we set it up is so that you have a reason to think through why you would want to set more streaks up front. Stick with three. Do the three that you need to or one or two for at least 100 days. And then as you get going, you'll start to see other reasons as to why you'll want to have more streaks in your life. A lot of people ask me how many streaks I have. I'm not going to share with you that right now. You can actually look at it on the streaking app. Know this. I've been doing it for eight years. So when you look at that... Don't get overwhelmed. They're all laughably simple. And yes, they coincide with every part of my life. Hope you've enjoyed the show today. Until we talk next time, keep streaking.